Hello everyone and welcome to yet another fun-packed episode of That's My Jam Stack, the podcast where we ask the age-old question, what is your jam in the Jam Stack? I'm your host, Brian Robinson, and this week I'm joined by the former marketing lead, now CEO of the e-commerce startup Snipcart. I'm talking, of course, about Francois Lanty Nadeau. Also back this week is our amazing sponsor, TakeShape. Stick around after the episode to hear more about their content platform or head over to takeshape.io slash that's my jam stack for more information. Francois, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on the show today. Yeah, you got it. Uh, it's my pleasure. So I've been following, following you on Twitter for a little while, but uh, go ahead and give us an introduction, uh, who you are, what you do for work, what you do for fun. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, same thing, actually. been following you on Twitter for a while, too. Uh, Listen to some episodes recently. Um, so yeah, I'm CEO at Snipcart. It's a e-commerce solution for developers. And then I'm also the organizer of the Jamstack Quebec meetup that we host here at the Snipcart offices in Canada, uh, Quebec, Canada. For fun, I play video games, I read, I listen to audiobooks and podcasts, I write, and I try to spend as much time with the meaningful people like my girlfriend, family, and friends. And that's pretty much it. Very nice. And what kind of things do you write? Like, is it, is it tech stuff or is it not tech stuff? It's actually both. Uh, I come from a marketing background, so sometimes I'll write, I don't know, tactical stuff on content marketing or SEO, but sometimes I'll write more personal stuff. Uh, I kind of have this semi-official mission of talking more openly about mental health, and um, I've had some personal issues with this in the past, and I try to share stories and tips and lessons uh, regarding this. So yeah, sometimes it's more in that order. Okay, great. And, and that's definitely a, a, an important mission in tech. There's a lot of people not talking enough about it. Yeah, I think um, men especially, uh, sometimes sometimes we have a harder time. So I don't know. It's Yeah, I find some, some value and redemption of my own in trying to do that. Excellent. All right, so uh, so let's talk about the Jamstack a little yeah. bit. It's a Jamstack podcast. Um, so, what was your uh, what was your entry point into the Jamstack or into the idea of static sites or whatever you like to call it? Um, yeah, we used to call it uh, something like modern static site development. <laughs> uh, it was Middleman and Jekyll mostly that got us into this space. So, when we were just starting out as a SaaS e-commerce SaaS for devs. We were just, you know, trying to get some traction uh, to our site and some signups and stuff. So we were experimenting with different content marketing strategies. And at one point I was asking our developers about tools they love. And our uh, co-founder and lead developer, Charles, mentioned Middleman. And he was saying that it was gaining a little traction and popularity uh, through the dev community. So we, we tried to build a site with it and integrate Snipcart with it. Um, and it went just fine. Um, Snipcart is a front-end centric e-commerce shopping cart that lives basically just in your front end. And we do all of the back backend logic. So it was a good fit from the start with the Jamstack approach, but it wasn't designed as a Jamstack e-commerce tool. We kind of stumbled upon the whole paradigm and tooling uh, through these marketing experiments, if you will. Cool. And, and so, uh, so as the uh, Snipcar started in what, 2013? Yeah, yeah, uh, that's about right. 
late 2013. Yep. Okay, and and so so through that that experimentation, uh, did y'all shift away from middleman? Uh, are you still using that sort of thing when you're playing with your marketing stuff, or is it uh, in the new uh, the newer stuff that's coming out? Oh, uh, most definitely. So we tried to evolve and experiment alongside the community with tools that were popping up. Um, so we, we kind of created uh, open source demos and GitHub repos for established tools like Jekyll. But we also, um, I mean, we also, for instance, experimented with Gatsby when it was just an open source repo with no website or branding or it wasn't that big of a, a deal, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's part of our DNA to try and experiment and have thousands of side projects <laughs> like developers usually do. So we we thought we might as well try to harness this into a, you know, attraction channel that brings us um, people and that also helps the community when we uh, do these tutorials and, and GitHub repos. And stuff. Yep. Great. And so, so obviously, uh, being not necessarily a Jamstack company, but a, a company that is very strongly tied now into the Jamstack, yeah. uh, how are y'all, other than these side projects, approaching the philosophy of the Jamstack? I'm real curious about e-commerce in the Jamstack, because I think that's going to help us take take it to the next level. Uh-huh. Yeah, e-commerce is um, it's a complex beast, <laughs> and um, you, can, you can see that just by looking at the wide spectrum of solutions that are offered both to developers and non-developers. Um, in terms of influences and application of the actual philosophy, I'd say we we really embrace or try as much as we can to embrace the, the DX first philosophy. So it's a, the Jamstack caught popularity and fire and everything because it offered a good developer experience. Um, in that sense, we're kind of trying to do the same thing with Snipcart, and we have been from the start. It's always been a developer-first solution, something that is not constraining, that lets you work with the tools you love, and that's lightweight, that, you, that improves your workflow instead of uh, constraining it. So that that strategy and that approach of like the bottom-up influence in terms of a, a business, so we first try to influence and convince a developer that it's a great tool and then we leverage the developer's authority and influence inside a company or towards his client their client uh, to to make the make sure the man managers and merchants are on board with that tool also so this this the the dx is something we're, we're really trying to focus on right now and you see it's it's funny because the, the DX is, is great, like it's important to provide a good developer experience, but then if the end of to some non-technical client or some marketing team is done and they do not have like the ease of use that developer had when they were working on, on their stuff, it's it's not it's not good for the gem stacks, not good for the, the old ecosystem of tooling. And that's why you're seeing a lot of tools pop up um, to cater to this problem. So editing, CMS, site building, hosting, one-click deploys, all of that stuff is um, is is layered on top of the the core DX experience of the Jamstack. And yeah, we we do the same thing with the hosted merchant dashboard. So 
the developer works with Snipcart, they integrate it on a static site, let's say, or with a headless CMS, and afterwards the merchant uh, is is off is offered a hosted dashboard to manage the e-commerce operations, so they don't have to play with code or Git repositories or, or whatnot to uh, manage their sales and e-commerce. Yeah, definitely. And so uh, one of the great things, especially on the developer experience side of thing, is this kind of whole host of APIs that are available for us. I'm kind of curious uh, for, for your perspective on, on uh, there's been some pushback in, in, from non-Jamstack developers about kind of this this fractured ecosystem, not fractured, that's a bad word, but like a multifaceted ecosystem. Yeah. Do you experience any of that with, uh, with people with clients like, oh, well, go log in to Snipcart for your uh, e-commerce dashboard, but go over here to manage the other side? Yeah, that's that's actually a great question. And I I was talking, who was I talking There's this pendulum in tech that I feel is swinging between monoliths and then thousands of SaaS that are fragmented, uh, like you were saying. But so some people would prefer uh, the administration part to be handled in one single place for their clients. And for these people, if they're um, motivated and um, I don't know, talented in terms of the tooling they're using, they can, of course, integrate a lot of Snipcart functionalities inside the CMS directly. So we expose, we have an API for this, and we've seen it done on various sites. Uh, uh, CMS, like Craft CMS is one of the first that did it well. So there are some plugins for Snipcart into some other CMSs that can help uh, in that regard. We tried to de develop them ourselves in the beginning, but we realized it was just this whole mess like of maintaining everything we're developing with the other plugins uh, that are specific to a certain CMS, for instance. So yeah, I'd be lying if I said sometimes it isn't a pain, but many times um, the ease of implementation and customization of Snipcart is a bigger benefit than that pain of having to logging into an extra dashboard. Sure, and I mean, from, from my experience in, in agency world from a few years ago, we would uh, create a Shopify site, but then also use another CMS to do the marketing side, and that itself was a pain too, so. Yeah, it can happen. But, you know, um, Shopify is a great tool also, and I'm not, like, I know that um, we used to say it was a very closed ecosystem and whatever in the beginning, but I think it's evolved a lot, and some developers um, dig it. So uh, it, it also depends on, it's, it's so it's so complex choosing a, a tech stack nowadays because of this whole host of um, options. But the, I think the, the thing that's very cool with the Jamstack is that it can grow well, it can evolve well. So you can start with a minimal number of tools and then build upon them. And maybe when once you get to a point where you have enough revenue, enough traction, maybe then you, you move to a platform that's more... Um, monolith so yeah i don't know i think it's a very solid entry point for web projects yeah and, and it, it kind of i feel like e-commerce especially is this kind of world where you can ramp up complexity super quick oh, uh, yeah. you, can, you can start very very simply and even like shopify in terms of its you know quote unquote simplicity uh is relatively complex then you get stuff like big commerce and magento and 
I shudder anytime I think about e-commerce personally, but <laughs> it gets complex fast for, uh, for not end users, but for um, customers yes. at that point. Oh yeah, m most definitely. Um, it's, <laughs> I always joke about, so, so at Snipcart, we built an e-commerce tool for developers, so developers don't have to worry as much uh, about e-commerce as they, they, they could have. Mm -hmm. But if we were to start again, we'd probably build another product because it's, <laughs> it's super complex. And I hear these kinds of echoes from people who are building on top of email also sometimes. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's infinite number of features, feature requests coming in from every angle. And having just stepped up as CEO slash product owner, Mm -hmm. Geez, I can tell you that <laughs> prioritizing and saying no and developing the right stuff uh, that benefits both the clients and the business, it's its a challenge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Especially since you've got both, you got to maintain that perfect kind of developer experience and give, you know, user experience for the e-commerce managers too. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. And um, like we're... We're proud of what we built, and it's a good product. But I'm not the I'm not the I don't know I, I don't have pink glasses. I know that <laughs> it's an imperfect product. Sure. Um, and also, like we come from a place of a hybrid bootstrapped um, start. So we were bootstrapped inside a web agency in the beginning, like six years ago. But we soon grew into our own company that's distinct and profitable and whatnot. But we're still a bootstrapped player in a mostly non-bootstrapped uh, world. Uh, the e-commerce giants and whatnot, most of them are VC-backed or have big money. So the challenge in terms of what we're working on, that uh, it, it becomes critical uh, in, in a sense. In other areas, it served as well to have this proximity and, and smallness and agility. So... Yeah. So, uh, so Snipcart being adjacent to the to the Jamstack, uh, what what's your current jam in the Jamstack? What's your favorite philosophy or product or uh, technology? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 <laughs> that's a question that you record it and then a few months later <laughs> you might <laughs> want and you <laughs> and you answer. But um, one of the philosophies that I like the most about the Jamstack is the notion of decoupling. So. I try to mimic this into my work and my personal life too. So at work, you know, we're trying to do one thing well and not to be an over-the-place product. And it's hard since we're doing e-commerce and e-commerce is all over the place. But in terms of management and internal team, we're also trying to delegate and trust other parties to do their job well so we can sync up when it's time, but we don't uh, walk on each other's shoes. And, you know, in life, it's the, it's the same thing. I think um, uh, the non-technical and non-startup part of my life really feeds back into uh, the work one. So I'm trying to decouple uh, officially some activities and relationship and discussions uh, so, so I can, you know, um, work on some other skills and stuff and then have a, a different point of view and a different energy when I come back into the business and the development world. And yeah, so to answer the question in terms of tooling, more specifically, um, Stackbit that was on the uh, podcast, I think the last one or one of the last ones, uh, that's, that's a very good tool. And we were talking about 
layering some user-friendly tooling on top of the DX cool uh, for devs tooling. Uh, they're doing a great job at this. As a not not non-developer, I can like build a Jamstack site in in minutes. So this is great. Netlify for developers. Also, they're building a platform that's becoming very rich and useful. And internally, we're using more and more Sanity as a headless CMS and Nuxt uh, to uh, generate the static site and some more dynamic functions in the front end. So we've used this for our new uh, documentation. We released the V3 of Snipcard a few weeks ago or months. And uh, yeah, we're using this for this. Um, we'll probably use Sanity and Nuxt to, and, or maybe Gridsome for the upcoming marketing site. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a dynamic ecosystem. People are motivated, people are friendly. When we were in New York, uh, I was speaking on a panel, Jamstack conference, conference in New York for e-commerce. And I don't know, it just, it, it's a great vibe. And I feel like it's a, it's a cool community to be a part of uh, right now. Yeah, definitely. And how's the uh, the actual physical community for, uh, for the Jamstack meetup up in Quebec? Oh, it's small, but growing. Um, we're around 20 people when we do the meetup. And what's fun is that we've like we're always gathering feedback and iterating each meetup. And some of the feedback we've been getting is, okay, so I know I can make my own blog with Gatsby and it's very cool and, and React and whatnot, but I want to do this uh, in production. I want to do actual work for a client in my agency or as a freelancer with this. So show us some production examples. So we kind of decided to do some more real life technical demonstrations of look at this website in the wild. We built it, it's running for clients and some marketing people are using it too. And, and it's a real production ready project. Here how we, here's how we bundled it. So that's great. And we're trying to push towards this, like have more agencies uh, use static sites for simple sites, have more agencies try to experiment with headless CMS to decouple uh, the front end if they have clients that need to push some stuff on mobile or some some screens or some uh, desktop. So I think it's it's growing, but it's, um, yeah, it's still a, a teenager in terms of adoption on its life cycle. All right, so uh, I don't want to, you know, below our kind of time estimate for the episode out of the water but uh, what's your what's your actual jam right now what kind of music are you listening to favorite song favorite artist yeah uh, i've been curating a spotify playlist on my personal account that i titled is that soul i feel in my guts and it's a <laughs> it's a weird mix that really makes me feel like alive and it's, it's like there's some janice joplin and other uh, Sam Cooke and other cool artists like this. So this is I, I, uh, this is my answer. <laughs> nice. So you're, you're you're gonna give me that link, right? Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Because actually, I love that that type of music too. So got it. Yeah. I'll be listening to that personally, and then we'll put put it in the show notes too. Yeah. Uh, cool. And so so finally, uh, uh, what do you want to promote today? What what do you want to kind of get out in the open in the Jamstack community? Um, great question. Well, your podcast. It's a, it's a good. Thank you for doing it. Uh, much <laughs> yeah, appreciated. Thanks. Of course, Snipcart's latest version, the V3, is out, uh, snipcart.com. You can check out the documentation and tell us what you think. Um, other than that, there's this semi-official mission of destigmatizing mental health in tech and in my personal life. That if some people are interested, uh, flantienado.com, so my name.com. Um, 
I've written about this uh, over there. Okay, great. And we'll, we'll, we'll put that in the show notes too to make sure everyone can find their way over. Uh, cool. <laughs> cool. Well, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today and uh, I hope you keep doing some amazing stuff over at Snipcart. Okay. Hey, well, thank you. Have a good day. Hey everyone, it's Brian again. And I want to take a second to thank this week's sponsor, TakeShape. TakeShape calls their offering a content platform and that's really the best description for it. They have a handy CMS, a static site generator, and a simple GraphQL API all ready for use on the Jamstack. They may have all that power, but they also work within your current workflow. I'm currently converting one of my sites over to use the TakeShape CMS, but because I can bring my own static site generator, I don't have to rewrite a lot of code. I just change where my data comes from and bam, instant upgrade to my CMS. They also have new features coming out all the time, like their new Mesh product that allows you to mix and match data from multiple sources into one neat GraphQL interface. You can sign up for a beta of that new product over at takeshape.io slash that's my jam stack. And while you're here, don't forget to like, heart, subscribe, all those great things that you can do in your podcast app of choice to the That's My Jam Stack podcast. The more likes and subscribes and all that good stuff that we get, the more people find out about this amazing new way of doing design and development on the web. As always, thanks for being a listener, and we'll see you next time. Until then, keep doing amazing things in the Jamstack.